Greetings, Amigops, and Top Teners everywhere. This is Mike from Top 10 with Kyle and Mike. I am joined this week, as I am every week, by our lovely, maybe coffee drinking, I can't totally tell, co-host Kyle, and our favorite brother-in-law of the pod, and yes, that means you are the second and third favorite brothers-in-law of the pod, Seamus and Steve, Ian. Ian is joining us today to talk about something. I don't know what the heck he's going to be talking about. We're going to debate this topic vigorously for somewhere in the ballpark of an hour or six. And then by the end of this episode, we will have a definitive top 10 list. Now, before I ask the boys what we're talking about, I want to make a quick note. I am in the remote bear infested North country of New Hampshire. So I suspect my audio may not be up to its usual standard. However, we're gonna muddle on through. So boys, what are we talking about this week? So this week we're gonna be talking about the top 10 SpongeBob SquarePants episodes. (laughs) (laughs) But let me have a disclaimer out there first that none of the episodes on this list are past season three. Season three, two, and one are the only seasons that include top ten worthy episodes, in my opinion. Because after after season like five, and some people might even think before that, everything turns to hot garbage. So I want to note how powerful a statement this is coming from you, because as the listeners will remember, you came on to discuss The Office, and I think, as the kids would say, Kyle, please tell me if I'm saying this wrong. Ian, definitely tell me if I'm saying this wrong. You stan. For some of the late uh, late seasons of The Office, like you were a you were a serious believer that while the quality went down, there was there was some good stuff to be salvaged from late Office. That's so definitely a hundred percent accurate. Yeah, so I, I for agree. you to for you to come out spitting such fire about post season three SpongeBob means that uh, I think we can consider it not up to snuff. Well, like the thing is though, is before I had The Office, I had. Sp- spongebob so people <laughs> it's a usual transition like, yeah they thought i was like an office aficionado like i was half of spongebob <laughs> like it, the, you know how when you have the uh the beginning of the episode and it has that little ukulele solo depending on yeah. which episode it is i could guess which episode it is by what the ukulele solo in the front of the episode was oh, wow. oh my word so i used to be able to like know everything about this show too. how many it's suckers like, are there on each of squidward's tentacles seven i think <laughs> i don't even care if that's right I, I you said it so convincingly let's get angelo on this yeah i think i think a key difference between those two shows though is that while the office retained its writers or at least the majority of a consistent yeah. writing staff the writers and yeah. animation both changed for spongebob the writer, yeah, and all the animation style, like it's kind of a different show, and you can tell they kind of directed their focus towards the younger audience because, yeah. as we will discuss at length here, the first three seasons of that show are extremely intelligent and legitimately yes. hold up. Yeah, Alex and I used to watch SpongeBob late at night in college, like not ironically, I would just still because do it's too, funny. It's great. Um, so I'm. I'm very excited about this one. Wait, Ian, tell them what we're calling this episode. I can't believe how brilliant this is. So I, w- I had this uh, four-hour layover in Princeton <laughs> yesterday because my train got delayed by four hours. And while I was sitting in the train station, I was just kind of thinking. And I thought I would mention to Kyle that I, that this uh, should be named the SpongePod Squarecast. 
That is perfect. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Th- that is literally perfect. <laughs> the SpongeBob Square Cat. That is the name of the episode. Even though that totally breaks the convention of how we name these episodes, that's the name of this episode. Doesn't matter. <laughs> oh my god. So, um, that's the backup. That's the framework. Ian is a SpongeBob savant, and so mm-hmm. he will be enlightening us on the best SpongeBob episodes. Uh, I'm very excited, Ian. Ready when you are. I'm thrilled. Let's get this rolling. All right. So number ten, episode number ten is. Uh, oh, I'll explain to Mike the way I'm doing this. So I yeah. grouped together like two 15 minute segments as one episode. So the but they have to have played together. I obviously. Yeah, yeah, they played yeah. together because I thought that distinguished a good episode from a great episode. Because if you have like one little 15 minute segment that's yeah. like fire, and the other one's hot garbage, then like. That's a good episode, but then it's warm have, garbage. It's warm garbage, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But if you have like two mediocre episodes, it's okay. But if you have two really good episodes, like what you'll see with like three, two, one, then that's a good episode of SpongeBob. Like it's solid all the way around. Totally agreed. Because I think the real this is all about what's the real experience of this, and I don't know a single kid in America who was watching just one of the fifteen minute slots. Yeah. So like some of these things might be on the list. Uh, you show, some people don't agree with, and some people might think that I need to edit this episode in, but the other half of the episode just wasn't good enough. And that's where the honorable mentions will come in, because the honorable mentions are just the 15-minute segments. It just throws oh, some... perfect. Yeah, it really throws some wrenches into it, because if you asked me to rank my top five 15-minute segments... You can't really do they're it. They're not necessarily part of a, a, a one-two punch, so that's that's fascinating. I love it. The level of scholarship that we're bringing to this topic is impressive. Extremely <laughs> professional, Ian. Yeah. Well, thank you, Kyle. So, number 10. Uh, it's The first half is pizza delivery. Oh, my and gosh. <laughs> and the second half is home sweet pineapple. So, the I give a brief explanation of this episode, and then mm-hmm. we can discuss it. So, pizza delivery is... The one where Mr. Krabs starts having the boys uh, sell pizzas <laughs> yes. because some guy calls and orders a pizza <laughs> instead of just being we don't serve pizzas he <laughs> makes a damn pizza out of Krabby Patties yep and this also includes such lines as um Squidward going it's just a stupid rock and it's like it's just a stupid boulder and it's like it's, <laughs> it's not, not a boulder it's boulder Squidward it's, it's a, a rock, rock. <laughs> <laughs> or or Where's my drink? Yeah. How am I supposed to eat this pepperoni pizza without my drink? You didn't order a drink. <laughs> um, um, and I- question for you. Are there any songs in this episode? I thought I would feature some of the songs just in the background as, you know, little solo pieces. But no, there's no songs. But ep- songs that are in episodes have been raised. No, no, no. Well, <laughs> I, was, I was really just prompting you to sing the song for me. Uh, not right now, but maybe while we're discussing it, you know? Okay. The Krusty Krab Pizza song? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, uh, that was a really good episode, or a good 15-minute for me. And then the second one is called Home Sweet Pineapple, mm-hmm. and that's, if you aren't familiar, it's the one where nematodes eat Spongebob's <laughs> house, so he has to go, like, try to live with his friends or something, so he tries to stay with Squidward, and Squidward's, like, super tired, so he's like, Squidward, could you scoot over a little bit? Squidward, can I get a pillow? Squidward, do you have a glass of water? And, then he, and Squidward fully wakes up and then kicks him out. But it just features a lot of uh, SpongeBob shenanigans as his house is uh, not there and he has to almost move. 
that's a perfect example of just a totally fine episode. And like when you when you said the name, I didn't remember exactly what it yeah. was right away. But wh- now that you say it, I remember kind of the bones of that episode. But uh, the delivery episode is just an all star. So it's that's an all time episode. So that's our baseline then is like an all star yeah. episode with a pretty average episode. If pizza delivery was paired with something like missing identity, then oh. it'd be up there with like two or one. Forget it. Yeah. But since it's with a, a just a mediocre, like solid episode, then it's gonna be number ten. I like it. Yeah. I seem to recall that the home sweet pineapple episode has a I think that the SpongeBob tries to move in with Patrick sequence was my favorite, as I recall. Oh, with the spider, like he keeps hitting him with a rock that he looks. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, because he sleepwalks. He's, yeah, he right. sleepwalks, and then like SpongeBob tries to cork his mouth because of all the drool coming in. Yeah. And he he sleeps like twenty feet away from his house, and still Patrick comes over and hits just him with it. And, like, <laughs> That's right. Spider, spider, spider. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so we're all, we're all on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite part of pizza delivery is, well, first of all, when Spongebob says, the pioneers used to ride these babies around for miles. (laughs) (laughs) But also just the fact that Mr. Krabs, like, steals the phone from Squidward and, like, just decides that they make pizza. Like, it's it's a really small detail that kind of totally encapsulates what a flint mr krabs is. yes <laughs> and working in food service i started to understand that more and more because <laughs> these customers will come in with the most ridiculous request and uh still will be like oh yeah no we can do that for you like sure the customer is always right could you Honestly. remove the dairy from this ice cream uh sure <laughs> uh yeah no but i can offer you slushies uh smoothies or our popsicles <laughs> might have to have ian back on here for an ice cream pot because he's also an expert at that I do want to quickly interject that, as I noted, I'm in the the wilderness of New Hampshire, and last night, my parents told me we were going to go get ice cream, so it's my parents and Caroline and I are up here, and I said, all right, let's go get ice cream. I just want to let you know this is the biggest ice cream I've ever had, you know, heads up. I'm like, bitch, please. I've had some big ice cream (laughs) in my day. So I get there, and I got a uh, mint chocolate, or mint moose tracks. That's a cool yeah, it was delicious. I got it in a waffle cone with chocolate sprinkles, and I asked for the large. And they had put two scoops in, and at two scoops, it was the tide probably for the biggest ice cream I'd ever seen. And the girl looks at me, she goes, are you sure you want a third? It's like, bitch, please, hit me. And it was the most gigantic ice cream in the history of the universe. I just thought I would share. It was Did you finish like, it? Oh yeah, but it destroyed it. About, it was the first, about was the how first heavy one was it? How heavy was it? You think? <laughs> it was over a pound. <laughs> wow, only wow. Yeah, it was. Um, if you were a real champ, really you would have gone, gone for two pounds. If you were a real champ, it, you know, Mikey, a good friend of the pod, Mikey Mike, could have done two pounds, but he's a real yeah. man. I'm just a boy. Yeah, but that's still pretty impressive feat i don't think i could have done even mint chip i don't think i could have done a pound yeah I don't know. I but at any like rate spongebob is a good show oh yeah what about yeah. number nine ian so number nine uh wait 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 no number nine come on ian sing us the song wait, oh, crab one pizza <laughs> is the, the pizza, pizza for you, for and, you me. and me Krusty Krab Pizza <laughs> is the pizza absolutely. Best pos- mm-hmm. in history. Krusty Krab yeah, 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 is the pizza, pizza. 
Okay, thank you. That's really all I wanted. Squidward is potting along the whole time. Oh, also, a side note for that episode. If you don't realize, when SpongeBob is beatboxing with a pizza, he flips his hat around backwards. <laughs> wow. This it's a, So, just a note. All of SpongeBob is on Amazon, is included with Amazon Prime. So, if you feel the hankering to watch any of these episodes and you have a Prime subscription, that is a extremely viable path for you to. And do if you want a discount, use the code TT <laughs> TT asterisk KM. They're all Amazon hit us up. Too. The yeah, way the way we up. worked this, they're all grouped together. Yeah. All right. Now number nine. Number nine is uh, the episode something smells. And bossy boots. So, uh, the way something smells goes is it's a Sunday, and SpongeBob usually eats a Sunday for breakfast on Sunday, like an ice cream Sunday. Sure, of course. And he's all out. Of, he's all out of ice cream. So, notice in the ensemble of plants he uses, he uses ketchup, onions, and like Ugh. a, a dried up old sea nut plant. I can taste it <laughs> and, on my uh, tongue. That no. is the uh, the Sunday he uses is that the one where he his breath is so bad that he like knocks people out yeah, but he, he thinks he that he's ugly the, he burns down the theater so then uh, <laughs> yes one of my favorite moments from this is like <laughs> spongebob um seeing patrick and then patrick saying you gave me the ugly like <laughs> i don't know why but i like when he he goes into the bathroom at the movie theater and there's yes. another guy in there and he says Excuse me, sir. Please pardon my hideous ugliness. And he goes, "Not at all, good boy." <laughs> no, and, then he, and then he smells him, and then <laughs> it's like that freeze frame. <laughs> There's an amazing YouTube clip of um, all of the. So they like they translate the SpongeBob episodes into various languages, but for whatever reason, that like <laughs> instead of just like keeping it, they just they actually just redid it. Oh my with god! All, with all the different voice actors, so there's like a three minute YouTube clip of just like all the noises that they recorded for the different languages. That is it, incredible. And so it's like, <laughs> like that specific sound clip. That's so good. Yeah. So, oh my gosh! What it, episode is Bossy Boots? That though? is where uh, he, Mr. Krabs, gives SpongeBob. The really squeaky boots. Oh and my god, I love the boots. He, he like tries to talk with him, and then he's like, "May I take your order?" Like with the squeakiness. This is the Telltale Heart episode. Oh yeah. Yes. It's, yes. Mr. Krabs eventually eats the boots in the end. The deed is done. <laughs> I think this is a perfect example of how intelligent this show is. Like, what kid is going to understand yeah. that this is very clearly a reference to an Edgar Allan Poe? horror story but it is he rips it up under, under the floor and just gets yeah. the boots like because he can't stop hearing it that is a that's like one of the episodes it's it's obviously funny but it's also just like an extremely compelling narrative obviously because it's <laughs> taken from another story but mm-hmm. like that's just good tv <laughs> it's a great 12 minutes of your life yeah and it's kind of nice. I don't. I don't actually mind when SpongeBob does some sort of like sore, plot-driven episode. Like most of the time, I like when it's just hijinks. But I think when they go for plot, it's actually pretty entertaining. Yeah, and I think we're probably going to talk about a few more episodes where they like very intentionally kind of pick a genre and make an episode in that vein. Yeah, and this is one of those. Excellent pick, Ian. 
I yeah. picked it for number nine because I figured like each episode was a little bit above average, but yeah. there's still episodes or, that have a uh, two 15 minute periods that are just out of nowhere. I'm already insane. now like just given this framework, I'm just trying to think of what the second episode was of some of my favorites and hoping yeah. that it was paired with a good episode. Right, exactly. Well, for the honorable mentions, like I said, it's just going to be the 15 yeah. minutes. So if you can think of them, just yeah. barrel those off because I have eight or nine. Shoot them if yeah. you got them. So number eight, this might be a low ball um, and might deserve to be higher, but we can debate that later. Uh, this is uh, Sponge Meets the Strangler and Pranks a Lot. And uh, the Strangler episode is where SpongeBob catches a guy littering and then he tells the police. And so he... Uh, the the strangler is known as the tattletale strangler yeah and he he vows to strangle spongebob for putting him in jail and so then spongebob hires him back as his bodyguard to protect him from the strangler which is himself so then it shows such uh compelling points is when spongebob's trying to get into his second floor window and he has to use his shoes that have the metal spikes on him yeah plunges into his eye sockets or like uh, when his mustache is there and it just costs five cents and it's like uh, his disguise is a fake mustache. And it comes off all along. It's like, oh, wait, you are the strangler. Like he wasn't the same person the entire time. Which yeah. is, It's basically just all a plot so you can strangle Spongebob. And then the second episode is called Pranks a Lot. And that's where Spongebob and Patrick go to this prank store and try to find some good stuff to prank the citizens of Bikini Bottom with. And eventually they go through their trial and error of like exploding bubble gum um joy buzzers and then they settle on invisible paint or whatever it's called. <laughs> but they spray they uh, spray themselves invisible and prior to the spraying they take off all their clothes and it's like the stuff stains clothes <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part of that episode is when they go to the crusty crab to torment mr crabs and he tries to escape and they go Ooh, nice try, crabs. We've locked the doors. And then he tries to jump out the window and just bounces back. Nice try, crabs. We've replaced the glass with rubber. <laughs> Doesn't make any fucking sense. We've clogged all the toilets. And then we, yeah. <laughs> and then he splashes them with water or whatever. And they're like standing there, like with like a like, match on a dollar. Like <laughs> Patrick's waving the foil. The <laughs> that's a that is a a sleeper. I forgot about that. that is, I totally forgot that episode. But that's an excellent pick. <laughs> That is the cutoff. That's the season three finale. Really? Episode. Yeah, that's the last pairing oh, wow. season three. <laughs> what a banger. To go out with a great episode, you know? Oh, my God. And let's not sleep on the Strangler. Like, that's just... Yes. That's an all-around good episode. That's just a very clever plot contrivance. Like, a tattletale Strangler that happens to get caught littering. <laughs> is it now... This might be a different episode where he's like afraid the whole episode of getting. Sorry, this is a different episode. It's the episode where Flax says he's gonna kick his butt. That's called the bully, and he goes around. How many times did tell you, old man? He's gonna beat me up, but then like he worries for not because he eventually does beat him up, but he's a sponge, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, it just goes yeah. right through him. Yeah. Anyways, that's a different episode. 
All right, Ian, you are a podcast veteran. That means that you are well aware what happens next. It's time to cue the music, right? Absolutely. Go ahead and cue it whenever you're ready. It's time for the not top three. Boom. Thank you so much for those stankiest of stank beats. Much stank. Wow. Thanks, Kevin. Yeah. All right, Wax. What'd you What'd you do for your not top three? So these ones, I guarantee you, you're not gonna hear of like two of the three of them because these are not. I should. What I should have done is like the worst episodes from seasons one, two, and three. But I honestly couldn't pick them because they're <laughs> all so good. So these are from like later seasons. I don't even know what season these are from, but they're pretty uh, good. Don't dignify out. them by their episode number. No, but the first one's called Face Freeze, and this is where SpongeBob, Patrick, and uh, Squidward. And eventually, Mr. Krabs are all making really stupid faces. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're trying to make each other laugh and make really stupid faces, so they all freeze like that. And then there's no way to get them undone, so then they all just look really weird for the rest of their lives. Uh, the next one, that's number three, being one of the stupidest. Uh, the second stupidest one is called I'm With Stupid. And it's uh, where Patrick's parents are coming to visit, and so they think he's dumb. So SpongeBob agrees to be more stupid oh. than patrick wait i like that wait, episode wait, wait 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 what's wrong with this i love that episode that's the one where they realized at the end like that's right marge we don't have a son yeah <laughs> I, d- I just wasn't as big of a fan of it i guess but <laughs> oh i, thought, I love I, that I, I didn't i didn't like how spongebob was feeling because spongebob had to pretend to be dumb so patrick looked better for his parents and then patrick was just being a total dick about it yeah he, he becomes like, a total jerk <laughs> yeah he that's true so he was just like Oh, he's not too quick, you know. And it's yeah. like, oh, what does he do for a living? Oh, he flips burgers, like or something like that, and it's really stupid. Yeah, it's a tough look for Patrick. Patrick that, comes from the, like being the lovable best friend to just an asshole. SpongeBob. I didn't like that. That's that's why I picked this one. I like the dad with the mustache, who I think is the fake first dad because he looks just like one of my friend's dads. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think the 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 worst episode, in my opinion, or one of them. Is called Earworm, Ooh. and it's uh where SpongeBob gets a a song stuck in his head in the form of a literal worm, oh. and they have to like they have to sing all these uh, catchy songs to try to get it out of him. So the it's a very catchy tune. It's called the Musical Doodle. <laughs> it's like do 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 do, and then it, it's just he sings that. That's basically SpongeBob's entire dialogue for the entire uh, episode. It's just him saying "do" over and over again. That's charming. And it's just I don't like love that. The the plot isn't very good. Um, this is like after the animation and the writers changed, and then uh, eventually the whole thing has to go over again because I think Squidward gets the new um, earworm because they all have to like make a song or something or try to sing it to get SpongeBob's earworm out. So mm. I didn't really like that one at all. I would throw... Do you guys remember the episode where um, Sandy goes on vacation or something and she asks Spongebob to watch Wormy and then he turns into like a, either a moth or a butterfly? But yeah, it's like, a butterfly. It's called like Spongebob, Patrick, and the Worm, I think. But it's like... <laughs> the only reason I would put it on the not top three is because they show like a very oh, close-up the, the of the bug's face. I hate that. I just remember being really scared of it as a kid. That's the same. I didn't like it. I I was that I always like turned off the TV when I because I knew that part was coming. I was like, okay, mom, and then I turned it off and then turn it back on when I thought it was time. The episode itself is pretty funny. Like we're like how a butterfly makes the entire town like 
basically just go in flames, literally. Right. Precisely. Uh, yeah, I haven't... I, I don't remember any specifics of stuff past season three, but anything from that era, I think, would qualify for this. Yeah, this, that's why this I didn't take the not top three too seriously, because I figured the entire last couple seasons have been not top yeah. threes. I should have yeah. just put... I should have just put, like, season eight. Like... <laughs> There are eight seasons? I think there's like 12. Oh my god. So that shows the last nine years of Spongebob haven't been too hot. But it's tough. Tough streak. Yeah, tough look for Tom Kenny. But alright, um, should we move on to number seven? Yeah, unless you had any more, Mike. No, you got him. Alright, so number seven is uh, Chaperone. And that is where Spongebob accompanies Pearl to the prom. <laughs> oh, so good. He's long. Tan and handsome. <laughs> <laughs> and this one brings you such music as the sponge. The sponge. And that's actually kind of a bop. I listened to, there, there's a Spotify playlist uh, of all the SpongeBob SquarePants tunage. And this the sponge is on there. And I played a little bit of drums and a little bit of guitar, so I was thinking I might have to create a cover of it or something. Because it's 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 fun to listen to. I would I would listen to it while I was in the car, you know. Do, do the sponge sponge. You it, do the sponge. That would also qualify as one of the, the more embarrassing songs for Cam's Miata, but <laughs> Oh yeah, big time. Uh, <laughs> not want to get caught listening to the sponge at a red light. And then the second half of seven is called Employee of the Month. And oh, it's where wow. SpongeBob and Squidward are competing to see who can get employee of the month even though Squidward has made it clear he's made it clear that he doesn't care at all and he just wants to to not be Spongebob (laughs) and I feel that in Squidward because being a high school athlete it's kind of hard to not to get jealous and just want to get something just so somebody else doesn't have it they so one I think they do in Spongebob that it's one of my very favorite things is there's you have your general animation where you've got a background and then animated characters on top of it but every now and again they'll just impose like an animated background an extremely just an extremely highly detailed image of like a close-up of one of their faces or oh something i love it's, when they do that and they do it twice or three times this episode when they're that tired when there's they after they're like hours. pulling the anchors behind them and the ship or whatever and they're declaring a truce and it's just like squidward's disheveled face with the really disgusting stubble (laughs) i can't trust him as far as i could throw him as soon as he stops shaking my hand i'm gonna make a run for it (laughs) (laughs) that's a classic that is a classic good pick for seven but it might move up the list i don't know yeah that's a we'll have to see what happens but that's a strong seven yeah, I well, the, I think the whole list is pretty because oh, there's so many good ones, but yeah, I, yeah. I really like Chaperone back to it because SpongeBob has to like make himself be taller. I think isn't it? Makes those yeah. stilts, and he, he makes stilts mm-hmm. and he, like actually wears them to prom and like falls and he breaks the table, he'll have food on it, and like I think he has his head end up in a punch bowl. I also I like, say he definitely blows up the punch bowl. I also like that he spray paints a banana peel black and wears it as a toupee yes yeah i like that detail a lot about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's a good one that might be yeah. the first that might be like one of the first episodes with pearl in it she said i think it might have been one of the first ones i think that, so i feel like this is from season two if i, I want to be i want to be wrong I and she's also- an excellent character very underrated absolutely although i wish we had, at some point had gotten to see uh, the other half of Pearl's parentage, because I just 
Like, what happened? Well, there's, like... Uh, <laughs> what is she? <laughs> in in uh, Mr. Krabs' office, there, he has a picture of a whale, like, jumping out of the ocean. And people think that's Pearl's mom. Oh. <laughs> Wait, is it... Question, though. I feel like I know the answer. Is it, like, an actual picture of a real whale? No, it's like a it's like a sketch of a whale in the show. So it's like oh, the animation. Oh, that's surprising because I it's would like have pictured animation. them doing like a, a blue whale breaching, like an actual yeah. photo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's it's like uh, it's a drawing of a whale on Mr. Krabs's okay wall. Also, and they think that Pearl's dad's actually in jail because in one of the episodes where they visit the prison, you see this like big ass whale with a couple scars, and he has like these uh, he has the black and white striped uniform on. So they think that Pearl's real dad is in prison, and then Mr. Krabs is like her stepdad. Oh, could be. Or a cuckold. Yes. So He's been cuckolded by a stronger, more dominant male. Yeah, that's that's how it is on the ocean floor. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mr. Krabs is stingy ass. All right. (laughs) On that note, let's move to six. Number six, Ian. This one's a good one. I I think the list gets pretty strong from here, but this one is Club SpongeBob. And oh. my pretty in my pretty seahorse. Oh yeah. So Club SpongeBob, they find this like uh, shed, and uh, they decide to open up a little club for SpongeBob and Patrick. And then Squidward comes in to see like why they're making so much noise. Welcome to our club. Welcome to our club. <laughs> Welcome Squidward. Welcome Squidward. Welcome Squidward. All right. <laughs> I love it when they're uh, Squidward. You can't come in. There's not room for you. There's no place for you. And he's like, I'll show them. <laughs> no, literally, Squidward, there's no room up here. We've been up here for three days. <laughs> we can't get out. <laughs> and the the featuring of the uh, the magic conch in that episode. That's the biggest thing. Is uh, I forgot that was that episode. Can I have some of the super deluxe sandwich? Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, hell, the magic conch. And the, the oh, and in the end when the sea traveler comes in, and he also has a magic conch. And you mean like this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you know. It. That's an that is an all time episode. Yeah. <laughs> the airplane, it's going down. We have to get rid of some of this payload. <laughs> Drop the load. And then it just makes a campsite, and then the fire <laughs> falls down second. And just. <laughs> uh. Uh, and then My Pretty Seahorse is the one where Spongebob tries to tame um, a seahorse that he finds while jellyfishing. Mystery? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mystery. And he, na- he debates on what he, needs to, what he needs to name her. And it's like, I think maybe the one of those memorable scenes is just where Spongebob has like this flowing red hair. And yes. He's riding, and he's like riding the seahorse like throwing flowers everywhere. He looks <laughs> like, like Fabio. Yes. <laughs> Weesna! 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 That was my mystery impression. We'll keep working on it, boy! That was terrible! Because <laughs> mystery comes... He has mystery live in the Krusty Krab, yeah. and he keeps eating yes. all the orders, and eventually Old Man Jenkins. But... <laughs> oh my gosh. What a banger. Um, that one is... That one is stellar. I Club SpongeBob. If you ask me to rank my actual fifteen-minute episodes, would be it, probably be in the top there. three or so. It'd be up there for me too. That's a. There's quite a few that I think could fall into that category that would compete with Club SpongeBob. But that's such a good episode. Oh my gosh! It also like. <laughs> 
draws out for us like a little bit of like what is what the ocean is like outside of Bikini Bottom, like these yeah. ex- super expansive yeah. kelp forests, uninhabited which, like wild forests, which is like a weird detail, but one that I actually really like. <laughs> yeah, because it's not yeah. there's like a civilization in the real ocean, but then like we don't know anything about the first like about the bottom seafloor in the middle of the ocean. Yeah. Like it's no one can get there. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a that's a great one, great pick, Ian. Mm-hmm. So should we move to number five? I think whenever you're ready. <clears throat> number five is Welcome to the Chum Buckets and Frankendoodle. So Welcome to the Chum Bucket is where Mr. Krabs and Plankton are playing cards, right? And so he bets SpongeBob on a game of cards thinking he's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> and SpongeBob has to go work at the Chum Bucket. And that features bangers such as uh, this, this gorilla is not a home. <laughs> it's not the stove I know I would trade it all away If you come back to stay This kitchen's not the same Without you I forgot about that one I did too That song is on like the top three Of my favorite Spongebob songs ever uh, But it also features how Plankton's gonna remove Spongebob's brain And put it in a robot Yeah, Cause he's just Nah I don't really feel like it and then even the robots doing the same thing. I don't wanna. I don't wanna. <laughs> that one, I forgot it's from that episode, but that quote gets a lot of play in this household. Anytime yes, it, really just doesn't want to do something, it's, I don't wanna. It, Why for, don't you ask me later? For us, it's a, nah, I don't really feel like it yeah. at the Snyder household. <laughs> yes. uh, and the, the back half of that ensemble is Frankendoodle, and that's where the... The magic pencil falls out of the boat, mm-hmm. and um, it goes all the way down to the bottom of the ocean floor. And SpongeBob finds it, and they're making all this this random stuff, like this jellyfish, and uh, I forget what else they make in the episode. But eventually, they want to draw SpongeBob, <laughs> and that SpongeBob becomes evil, and they have to, he steals the pencil back, and is uh, you know you know his signature noise. <laughs> I was hoping you would do it. But I think Patrick might be my favorite character from that episode because of when they're bowling. Yes. And they're like sitting in a little drawn like uh, hole in the ground and Patrick peeks his head up and gets hit with a strike and is like, Patrick, are you okay? Where's the leak, ma'am? <laughs> <laughs> and that, that was, that's before they're bowling. And then when he's bowling... Finland, <laughs> and it took me a while, but it turns out the fin the Finnish had a pretty good bowling team or something. And that's why he said <laughs> Finland after that was when he gets that's, he gets two strikes. That's incredible. That is Where's that is incredible detail. What a deep reference. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like when uh, <laughs> they have to erase SpongeBob at the end. What episode is that where he goes? There must be someone with Nordic roots on the show because uh. I can't remember what for what the occasion is, but Happy SpongeBob Lee is Erickson dressed up day. like a Viking. And he goes, "Oh, it's Happy Lee Happy Lee Erickson Day!" Classic. I just thought that Franken Doodle, which is actually called Doodle Bob in the yeah. show, the, the character is not called Franken Doodle; he's called Doodle Bob. Doesn't um, that episode have some kind of heartwarming conclusion though, where like? But they definitely do some play on like the Frankenstein's monster type. They had to kill the, the they they erase the SpongeBob like bit by bit, and then they shoot the pencil back up into the boat that's that it right. came from. 
unintentionally and unaware that it was from a boat, they shoot it back up. Mm-hmm. So it was a heartwarming end to a, a tragic tale, but uh, I'm, I'm tearing up, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, SpongeBob exploring the themes of playing God and being a creator. What is it to be human? What is it mm-hmm. to be a sponge? It's mm-hmm. these are difficult <laughs> questions to explore. All the big questions. If I draw, then for I am. <laughs> well, the, but the episode starts with like a guy like actually drawing right like yeah he, so i'm actually looking something. that up right now because there's i just googled this and i think i remember there being like an actual well-known actor doing that so i'm trying to find that out right now he's drawing a picture of the island that's under or above bikini bottom yeah he drops right. his pencil and it's like his last pencil and he drops it in the ocean and then when it gets shot up at the end heartbreak occurs because then that pencil breaks that's right it's his only pencil i do remember that so then he can't draw, and the whole episode was just faced around that guy not being able to draw anything. <laughs> Writer's block. It's a parody. Or a, <laughs> uh, a metaphor. Okay. So time to move to four? Yeah, let's do four walks. And, Mike, you will stall. You see if you can find out who that was. I know. I'm looking around. And do you know what season that was? I feel like it was two. Okay. Keep going. Oh, it was season two, of course. Boom. The young man. He, Sniper he, in the bushes. He reigns supreme. Let's see. It does not appear that I am correct on this. I know that, um, what's his name? Tom Kenny, or who's the guy that does SpongeBob's voice? It's uh, Tom Kenny. Yeah, he appears in a number of episodes like he's patchy the pirate like it's entirely possible that it could have been his hand yeah or probably actually one of the illustrators and then in suds when they whip open the 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 shower it's tom kenny sticking into a brush or something that's right the okay so i found it the artist with the pencil is steven hillenberg the actual creator of spongebob okay that's great that makes sense i like that a lot i'm not sure that was worth the two minute stall but we found it it's a nice little reference i'm okay with it all right. What about four walks? Four. Oh boy. Uh, number four. The first half is called culture shock, and this is where they open a talent show in the Krusty Krab. Oh and my god. The, the second half is called fun, which features another one of my favorite little ditties. Um, you know how they spell it out. F is for friends who do stuff together. U is for you and me. <laughs> And it's for anywhere, anytime, at all, down here in the deep blue sea. That, just <laughs> just for having that song in it, that episode's one of the all-time greats, but it's also just, like, fun outside of oh, that. Oh, yeah. I'll thoroughly explain the plot here in a second, but for Culture Shock, uh, Mr. Kaz wants to bring in extra revenue, so Squidward is like, we'll do it, we'll open a talent show, my name will be in lights, and it's like, because Squidward's a wannabe, like, famous guy. And um, eventually, like, everybody performs, and then Squidward comes out to do his dance. And this is where all the gifts come, where it's, like, Squidward's tentacles. Yeah. Like, going, like, <laughs> oh, and the uh, lights are flashing. The lights are flashing, and it's, like, The interpretive dance. Yeah, the interpretive dance. But then, eventually, nobody likes it, so they all throw tomatoes at him. Yep. And this is where SpongeBob's time to shine. SpongeBob would give anything to be in this show. And... Squidward says, you know what? Fine. 
you can mop. And it's like, SpongeBob's so grateful for this opportunity to mop. <laughs> and so he, like, sticks out. He, like, comes out onto the stage and starts mopping out tomatoes. And the guy's like, hey, this guy's pretty good. And they start going insane. <laughs> and so Squidward notices, and they, he pokes his head back out through the curtain. And then they stop applauding. And he goes back, and then he puts the broom out. And he switches to his head really fast. And then they all, like, it's about a minute of just applause going and stopping really abruptly whenever Squid whenever squids on stage. on stage yeah 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 that's amazing they milk that joke and they do it just right yeah oh 100 percent uh and that's about it with culture shock and i thought that was one of my favorite episodes i didn't know what it was called though until i read that it was like squidward opens a talent show and then i saw what a banger this 30 minutes was mm-hmm. uh and fun the plot of that is basically that plankton has no friends and SpongeBob wants to change that, so SpongeBob tries to be his friend and introduce him to friendly stuff. Um, and thinking he's changed, he brings him into the Krusty Krab, and Mr. Krabs is not at it, not even a little bit. He thinks but us that Plankton's full of it, and then he takes him to the movies, and he reaches into Plankton's pocket and pulls out a Krabby Patty because Mr. Krabs breaks into the theater, um, which is like a heartwarming but yet sad tale of deceit and very tri- sad betrayal. It's actually kind of it's heartwarming at the beginning when you see Plankton's transition, yeah. and as soon as he pulls the Krabby Patty out of his pocket, it's just oh boy. What's but, sad is that like you can see like as amazing as this is for a show about an animated sponge and Plankton, that Plankton like does feel a little bad about doing it, yeah. but like can't help himself, and then Sponge <laughs> is just destroyed when yeah. he sees that Plankton's not really his friend. Plankton? All these motivations feel, like, very honest. It's, like, actually right. really yeah. well done. He just wants Plankton to be okay, and then he uh, ends up being the exact same. Wow. <laughs> but then, actually, ends up with Flats the Flounder. Or not Flats the Flounder, it's uh, Bubble Bass sitting on him, thinking he was a jelly bean, and then eating him at the end. So I thought Plankton got what was coming to him. Yeah, he got his comeuppance. Yeah. uh okay that brings us to number three wax do you want to go through your honorables sure i actually think we should do honorables after if that's okay only because the way this is gonna work we're not gonna remember if the second of the the bangers was as good i think that's true that's true we'll go through honorables let's do that again all right here comes the the really like the cleanup number four hitters in the lineup this is where you want to be like four five and six in the lineup um Number three is Wet Painters. Oh, my God. <laughs> and the Krusty Krab training video. Oh, wow. So, Wet Painters is SpongeBob and Patrick are hired for a super special secret job. Um, they're supposed to paint Mr. Krabs' living room, and they can't get one drop of paint on anything, or he's going to take their butts and put them on his mantle. Yep. So, and I believe there's an actual illustration. I of, was just yeah, gonna say there is. To be clear, that's an actual thing you see. Yeah, they, he, it's SpongeBob and Patrick's butts over his fireplace, and he's like <laughs> sipping tea, and I think maybe yeah. like reading a newspaper or something. <laughs> uh, so they they are taking this threat really seriously. That mm-hmm. that episode has some of the greatest lines in the entire show when they're careful, trying to SpongeBob. figure out careful, how to. Re- careful, SpongeBob! SpongeBob, careful, careful, SpongeBob! And the lid pops off. Really. I say that. All the time to lose. Oh, anytime yes. she's doing anything even slightly precarious, I'll say, careful, SpongeBob. And then um, when they're trying to figure out how to get the paint off the dollar. She goes, SpongeBob, oh, so we're good. not cavemen. We have technology. 
and he beats the dollar with the computer. And then when Krabs gets back and they're waiting for his inspection, and he's like, you boys messed up my dollar, Rama. <laughs> he's like, these were all lined up before. <laughs> And it's like when Spongebob's panning out, he has his fingers like in a square. He's like, huh, perfect. We didn't get a drop of panel. Flatter, flatter, what's that? And it's like... Great flubbity flub jams! And they, they go, they zoom in on the dollar, and it's just like, dun, dun. And it just keeps going in freeze frame by freeze frame to this dollar. And it shows a microscopic little dot of paint. And then um, he tries to scrub it off with his tie, and it gets all over the whole dollar. Remember when Patrick, for some reason, there's a he's like... You know what? It's not even that special of a dollar. You might as well take that dollar off the wall and replace it with a regular old dollar from my wallet. It's <laughs> a great idea, and he's trying to shove it into the vending machine. He's like, Patrick, no, but Patrick, <laughs> Patrick, Patrick, give me a dollar. <sighs> okay, SpongeBob, but I don't see where you're going with this. <laughs> <laughs> Also, not to be overlooked is the physical comedy of Patrick blowing up a paint bubble with a bike okay. pump. That's what I was going to ask. I wanted to make sure I was remembering correctly. There's a paint explosion, and it all lands perfectly on the wall. Yeah, well, it's because like, they they don't want to. They don't know how to get. Um, they don't know how to get the paint onto the wall. So he like he, he takes one of his nose hairs, SpongeBob does, <laughs> and he puts a line of paints on the wall, and it's just like one singular string. He's like, huh, that's not too bad. And then the paint starts getting so runny, which actually makes no sense with the continuity because there's no way a brush of that size could accumulate the amount of paint that it did. <laughs> no, but we'll split that smi- uh, small nose hair later. So uh, 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 <laughs> yeah, like that one. So it goes, thanks, Dylan. It, yeah, it goes down. And then, like, to the side again, and then up and back down. Yeah, they keep blowing it. And then... Yeah, and eventually yeah. he takes a hair dryer, and it blows yes. up this bubble. And then SpongeBob didn't know, so he's like, <sighs> and, like, blows the top off the, uh, the hair dryer, thinking he did something good. And then they start making it bigger. And then, uh, what's bigger than one large paint bubble? Two giant paint bubbles! And... <laughs> Patrick, I don't think this bubble can get any can get much bigger. Nonsense! <laughs> yeah. And he starts pumping it with the, the bike pump. Uh, and then just blows up and goes perfectly over everything, like, in puzzle piece form. Yeah. Oh, that's mm-hmm. right. Uh, yeah. And then SpongeBob moves, and he's like, and he moves, and it perfectly covers the silhouette of SpongeBob. Yep. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's a solid episode. We haven't even started discussing the back half of this episode yet. No. Um, the back half is the Krusty Krab training video, and oh boy, this one is all just, like, new employee fashion. There's not much real dialogue. No. It's all just, um, people working at the Krusty Krab, like, their actual training video for what you might see on your first day. It's kind of a, not like a bold choice to, like, go this route for, like, 11 minutes of a kid's TV show, but it's, like... Very, very different from their normal. That's kind of high concept. Yes. Like that's a that's a pretty cool idea. It's like the it's like when they do uh, threat level midnight on the office. Yep, yeah. Or they do the Johnny Karate show on, uh, yep, on Parks, Parks and Rec. And Rec. So you want to be a fry cook? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a lot of hoopla. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of hoopla. <laughs> and then he throws the brick at yeah, him. Some of the brick. <laughs> <laughs> But then when they're talking about the Krabby Patty and it's coming in from the background and getting bigger. It's bigger. Totally, 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 totally,
That is a banger. That and is the, a banger. The secret to the Krabby Patty formula. It and then it cuts off, and yeah. then that's the end of the episode. And they, they build up this entire episode to making Krabby Patties. It's like you gotta scrub the fryers, and it's like shows his fingers like all broken because he's scrubbing really hard. Like they're they're like worn down to the seams, and it's like they build this entire episode up. I really think this episode is fantastic. Uh, but then they don't even reveal like how to make Krabby Patties. It's the perfect ending. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I would have wanted it to end any other way, but no. That's my take on the episode. That's a good take. Oh, boy. Beautiful take. Oh, I'm getting excited about these two. Number two is my favorite, personally, uh, this this next grouping. But I have some opinions from outside for number one. I think you'll know what number one is as soon as I say number two. But uh, number two is Shanghai and Gary Takes a Bath. This is my all-time favorite. I really like this grouping. Uh but Shanghai is where the Flying Dutchman takes SpongeBob and Patrick aboard, <laughs> and it features such memorable lines as, Don't worry, Cap, we'll buff out those scratches. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. Now, whenever my mom is parallel parking or like backing up, I get out of the car and I look at her and go, You're good. You're good. You're good. And she knows where it's from. So it's well worth its weight in gold. But then it's, oh, it's so funny. There's too, there are too many good quotes in that episode to list. Yeah. That's when, uh, three wishes. I wish we'd known that earlier. And the clock goes back. <laughs> or when, uh, I'll give you three wishes. Make it five. Four. Three, take it or leave it. <laughs> okay? Three, Three. wishes. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, but this is the one where he sends Squidward into like the eternal abyss, The fly of despair. The fly of despair. I also like when... Uh, <laughs> it looks like Squidward has like an LSD trip that's gone bad. Like They're scaring people, and uh, the du- Larry the Lobster is on a run, and the Dutchman comes through that steel wall, and, ah, and then SpongeBob and Patrick just... <laughs> Make imprints and all. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's. I think it's face prints. If you, yeah. I think it's like silhouettes, like three D pictures, basically yeah. on the wall. It's, it's like, like Han Solo. Ex- yeah. Precisely. And then yeah. when the Dutchman starts spitting his head in a full circle, and then SpongeBob and Patrick start doing it, and then <laughs> turn into figure skaters. <laughs> and then the best part about that is they're right after that episode they're sitting like in the galley on a bench with their hands on their knees and if you look behind them like on a peg on the wall their ice skates are hanging yeah, i saw that <laughs> the only way to get out is through the perfume department, perfume department. <laughs> oh i always hate going in there <laughs> what an amazing amazing 11 minutes of television i mentioned this to kyle a few months ago this was like my first idea was the top 10 spongebob quotes mm. and then you That's said that impossible. it wouldn't have worked. There's so many that wouldn't have worked with continuity, so we decided to go with episodes instead. Like within this single episode, there's like seven. Yeah, right? I mean, no, you're, it, good, it you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. Is probably one of the most used TV quotes of the past twenty years. Don't uh, worry, and- Captain. We'll buff out those scratches. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I don't think this is working out, boys. So you're gonna let us free? Well, no, actually, I was thinking I was just going to eat you. <laughs> See you <at> dinner. <laughs> He's got his dining sock. (laughs) The dining Uh, sock. I forgot about that. I don't know what I would do without my trusty old dining sock. (laughs) Uh, 
And, and then Gary takes a bath. I think is not quite in the pantheon of all time eleven miniatures, but it's extremely entertaining. And it has yeah. the the um, the titan of quotes. It's uh, look, Gary doubloons. Don't <laughs> drop them. And it's like bars of soap, like <laughs> doubloons. Doubloons. I'm a dirty boy. <laughs> Gary, if you don't take this path, I'm going to blow up. It's like a timer that's supposed to go on. <laughs> it just lets him. <laughs> blows up. Uh, wow. I I actually am not sure what number one is because I know that we have talked about an episode that we absolutely love, but I don't know what the second half of it is. Oh, this is oh the boy. joyous mystery of this episode. I'm real, or this pod. You like, are I'm enjoying not treat. knowing. Yeah, you're in for a treat then. I think right, I so... might know because of the quick IMDb I did to find out who was acting. Because uh, there's mm-hmm. one episode that I was like, holy shit, those are the same episode. I, you're probably right then. But is that time to move on? Number one is the joints of Secret Box and the Titan Band Geeks. Yes. Yeah, I could not believe that was the same episode. Yeah, this is just a all. Those are probably episode. my two favorite episodes. Like those they're, are they're I up there for me. Bang Geeks is number one. Bang Geeks is it's up there for me too. It was in now, the Super Bowl. Like it was it, as dumb as that thing was in the Super Bowl. It was in the Super Bowl. The well, they soiled Super they, Bowl. they soiled it, soiled it, soiled, soiled it, it with uh, some of fucking um, Astro World yeah. doing his little yeah. Like I didn't like that at all, but. I, I think that Bank Geeks is so good and so famous that any pairing with it would make it a top three. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good argument. You could easily put it up there. But then having you could have put box, Face Freeze with this and it'd be number three. Yeah, I but, think so. But then to throw a Secret Box on there is forget just it. out of this world. Like I you're not I, getting uh, any better pairing. I don't know which I prefer. Like I might actually like Secret Box better. The secret string on the secret box. <laughs> if, if you, oh, I looked at he didn't pull the secret string on my super secret box, revealing the super secret hatch that actually has an embarrassing photo of SpongeBob at the Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then the whole time it's like SpongeBob worrying if it's a. It's, it's, I wonder if it's a picture of me, an embarrassing picture of me at the Christmas party. It's like. Such a weird thing to just have in a box, too. Like it's also just not like realistic to think they would have a Christmas party. Yeah. Well, there is a Christmas party episode. There's a few of them that does feature a hilarious picture where SpongeBob is sad that Santa Claus doesn't come, and Squidward takes a picture of him next to the tree, and his eyes are all big and blue, and his nose is droopy. So that might be the picture they're talking about. <laughs> It's not super embarrassing. It's just no, sad. It's it's squid. Sad. Yeah. That's the episode where Squidward. He's like ha 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 ha, ha and then overlays an image of a donkey. He's <laughs> like, being an ass. <laughs> Anyways, for for me, I thought the secret picture might have been something that had a lot of uh, like I don't know eggnog involved, and it had like Sponge- yeah. The, the way I pictured it was like SpongeBob in a Christmas hat, and like I don't know why, but like nothing else, like singing Christmas tunes really loud. That, that's that was the what, picture. That's canon. That's, now. that's what I thought the picture was. That's it. Yeah. That's um, canon. But just the overall, like how Patrick acts in this episode, it's like the inner negations of my mind are in there, <laughs> and it's just the milk spilling over. <laughs> and I have a I have a joke with somebody at work uh, 
who calls me an enigma because he worked for Talia too. And then it was like, um, well, and on my first day, it was like, huh, you're kind of like Talia. Like, no, Talia is more of an open book. I'm kind of an enigma. And then I referenced the episode and then we've been work friends. Work proxim- workplace proximity associates, if you don't mm-hmm. mind me saying. But- mouse rat theory. If you oh, can reference mouse rat theory. If you can reference SpongeBob like that and have it understood, you're guaranteed to be friends with that person. Oh, guaranteed. Yeah. yeah, it was great. He I he's do actually the one that helped me with the list, and he put the he put thanks Bill, but he put the one on the list of um. He said this one's up there, and I didn't know these two were grouped together. So shout out to to him. But one question I have for you, Ian. Um. Do you know if mayonnaise is an instrument? I can assure you that that's not an instrument, nor is horseradish. Okay, that was actually my follow-up, so thanks for, follow kind of getting, thanks for getting ahead of that. Let's talk think, some highlights of these episodes, because I think... <laughs> let's start with let's start with the box. I okay. Kyle knows the quote exactly, and I'm sure both of you do, but let's just say you were climbing up a mountain. Like, what would you do? Oh, Mike, so Mike, you're confused. So the, the secret box is different from the, the idiot box. The idiot box. Idiot box is the imagination. Wait, episode. what is secret box? That's secret just box. just the one with the string? Yeah, it's the one with the string. I thought in that the box. that was in the idiot box. No, 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 no. It's, it's different. I know what you're oh. talking about, though. That's a common mistake. Idiot box is probably my. You're right. Probably the okay. second best. All right, that's episode. my second favorite episode ever. But I do remember the secret box, too. I just thought. I've. I'm remembering incorrectly that I thought those were combined. Wait, it's so like this whole time where we're like talking about like the pulling the secret box string. And yes, it. I remember that precisely, but I thought that that was in. Oh God, I wish if Band Geeks and Idiot Box had been the same that... episode. It'd be the greatest episode of yeah, television. No, period. No. That's that's kind of what I was thinking. But yeah, continue as though that didn't happen because I do know the idiot the secret box episode two and also well, love that episode. But I do oh, want right. to take the time to go through quotes from Idiot Box because it is I would full also of really like yes. to do that. First, we established a base camp at thirteen thousand feet. <laughs> How are you doing that? <laughs> Thank you for doing that for me. That's yeah. all I wanted you to say. Um, but I have a, I have such a good memory of in the secret box the string just like this the lonely little string just hanging limply there as you like see him pull it. It's a it's fantastic. It's a good episode, and it opens a secret hatch in the secret box. That's right. Yeah, I'll, we never went through the plot of Bang Geeks, but I think anybody who actually will, yeah. will, like listened to this podcast, it's actually a SpongeBob fan, will know exactly what happens. But if you've my, made it this far, you've probably seen Bang Geeks. Yeah, you've definitely yeah. seen Bang Geeks. If you're interested enough to click on the title of this episode, you'll know <laughs> Bang Geeks. I just, I'm just picturing the twirler taking off accidentally. Yeah. Twirlers really twirl those flags. <laughs> <laughs> and they start playing the. Yeah, they start playing taps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, um, one of my favorites, like, uh, he's talking to the. He's like, wins. Let me hear it, and they like blow really loud. It's like percussion. Now you. And it's like that. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad that didn't kill me. Because <laughs> it right. up on the board. Like, Plankton, how's that harmonica solo coming? I think I'm really getting yeah. it down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, my, probably my favorite line from that episode, though, is when Squidward quits out of desperation, and then SpongeBob gives his speech. Yes. Larry, when your heart gave out from all those tanning pills, who revived you? Some guy in <laughs> a <animals>. fireman! <laughs> and your house burned down. Who saved your child? A fireman. Right. So if we could just pretend that Squidward was a fireman or some guy in an ambulance, I'm sure we could band together and truly know what it means to be 
in a marching band. Oh my god. Yeah, for the firemen! And then uh, when they show up at the uh, the Bikini Bottom Superdome, they see Squilliam, and oh. then Squidward, where's your band? Oh, they, they died in a marching accident. <laughs> so who's that? That's my band! That's his eager face. <laughs> and then... Uh, and then don't sleep on it. Like, the performance at the halftime show of the Bubble Bowl is... Insane. Amazing, it's to say the least. Just one of the great moments in television. I think it was probably... I might go as far as to say that's the most unexpected moment in television history. Yeah. Like, I like, don't think anything has been more completely out of nowhere. Like, those guys holding each other's arms as they sway and cry like the lighters with the, with the lighters and then the face is oh. like half painted yeah. like oh it's That's just not, like i never i could not in a million years have seen that coming i saw i watched this episode not too uh long ago and it actually got chill like i got chills when i heard like, oh the, yeah Dun, 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 the winner takes all. And then he goes to Patrick in like the drum solo on the '80s drums that are just flat. Like <laughs> he's got the little, he's got yeah. the little square rimmed yeah. glass on glasses. And it has uh, Plankton playing a very miniature sized keyboard. Yeah. Uh, and then the brass. <laughs> it goes on, and you know what? I think that whole episode could have just been that scene. And yes. it would have still been up there with my top Yeah, four. just could have done, like, static the rest of the episode. Yep. Yep, because yep, true fans would have watched to the end, and they would have seen the the performance, and I think mm-hmm. it would have been worth it at the Super Bowl halftime show. But that's... So, this... Okay, so we are at an hour, but yeah. we have not done honorable mentions, which is... And I've as we've done this, I've written down, like, probably 20 yeah. episodes. Yeah. So we really just needed to be rapid fire, which is really too bad because this could be another this could be another podcast yeah, <laughs> yeah. easily but in what were your honorables okay, mine were new digs this is when spongebob moves into the crusty crab because he was one minute late to work yep missing yes. identity this is the, like the seinfeld looking one where he keeps cutting to the, the camera i and the name tag is on the depending on what the second half is this one i might stump for because missing identity so the noir style like detective yeah. theme is it's the most important meal of the day. Serving it up. Gary's away. Right. <laughs> uh, that one. So you know it. But um, <laughs> the next one is chocolate with nuts. This is really oh, yes. they're, cho- they're chocolate bar salesmen. The other Wait, half but is the not the other good. half is great too. What, what's the other half? The other half is um, Barnacle Boy becomes this, evil. This is every villain is lemons, isn't it? Yes. That's an all time. If, that, if those okay. two are together, that has to be on the list. Yeah, we're, so that's, we're, one of, that's one of the I'm ones I saw. Couldn't one. believe it was paired. I'm even stumping for that one because I didn't. Because there's so many Mermaid Man Barnacle Boys. Yeah, that, that, and like, it's the, the one where he's evil. This is, Every I mean, villain is Lemon. This is where he becomes Barnacle <laughs> Man and it comes on the list. I think this is, Bern- this is Barnacle Boy 3, right? Uh, I, I think it's something like that's that. That's the episode with Alex's favorite line where they're like. Barnacle Boy lists his demands. He's like, I want a full Krabby Patty. And then the dirty bubble goes, yeah, make him eat dirt. (laughs) What? World domination. Um, Okay, so we'll come back to that one. What's next? Um, Squirrel jokes. And this is where he stops insulting Sandy when she requests him to, which shows SpongeBob's true friendship for Sandy. It's like, features Mm. such a great quote as when he's trying to not make fun of Sandy. It's... uh, it's like salt shakers. You ever think about those things? Like I fill them up. I fill them up every night. Close and where does it all go? <laughs> like, 
Uh, the next one is Sleepy Time, and this is where SpongeBob goes into all of his comrades' dreams. Yeah, I love that sleep. one, That's especially one. when in Gary's dream, he's like wearing, a, he's like six feet tall and wearing that robe, and he's just like in a library, <laughs> and he's talking about like all of SpongeBob's book and explaining dreams, the and... amorality of invading other people's yes. dreams. It's um, amazing. The next yeah. one, Mike, you're really gonna like. The next honorable mention is Idiot Box because I don't, yeah. I didn't, if I remember correctly, the other half wasn't too good. Uh, I'm gonna look yeah. up what the other episode is. Hope Squid's not too down in the dumps today. <laughs> it's actually in the dump. The the one the, the last one that I have on there is um, SB129, and that's where everything is Chrome in the future. Yeah, and future is such <laughs> great stuff. Chrome. Yeah, future, <laughs> future. That's a good one. Um, that's all that I have on my list, but I'm sure there's plenty others that we've stumbled on. I have so many that I just want to run through. Yeah. Um, Lost Identity said the one where um, they steal a balloon on National Free Balloon Day and oh, they have to go on the run. So good. All this running will be good for our buns and thighs. Yeah, yeah buns, buns and thighs. thighs. Who stole my rectangle? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Late Shift, that's the one with the hash leading slasher. The hash bringing yeah. slash singing. Yes. The hash slinging slasher. <laughs> Nosferatu. <laughs> and the walls will ooze green slime. Oh, no, they do that anyway. Um, dying for pie. This is the one where um, SpongeBob knits uh, Squidward a sweater made from his own eyelashes. And then to repay him, Squidward gets him a pie that's actually a bomb. Yep. And they do all the fun things on SpongeBob's list. I want to introduce my friend Squidward to everyone in town <laughs> wearing a salmon suit. You're going to wear the salmon suit? And it cuts the Squidward wearing a salmon suit. Um, the one where SpongeBob has that number one hat. Oh, yep. Um, uh, I forget what... It's One Man's Trash is what's called. It's, yes. Um, it's where he, Mr. Krabs is trying to give him the the hat, and he digs out of the grave. <laughs> and then, he, yeah, it's... <laughs> Schmitty, Schmirgen, Megan, Jensen. They actually cut he to this He was one. number one! They cut to this, like, not during the Super Bowl halftime show, but it was a meme. It was like, am I really going to defile this grave for money? <laughs> of course I am! Of course like, I am. Steven Hillenberg, like, rip, but they yeah. defiled the grave for money is what uh, they're talking about. I see. Uh, you said this one. Fine Dining, the one where uh, Squilliam comes to the Krusty yeah, Krab. Yeah, that's Squilliam Returns, I think it's called, and it's like, yeah, um, forget everything but Fine Dining. And breathing. <laughs> I, I love the, his name. I love the memes that get thrown around where he can't remember his name, and it's all the SpongeBob's inside his brain, like tearing yes. that office Running apart. Running around. Yeah, and it's like, hurry on! What am I paying you for? You're not paying us at all. We're not even real. We're just a figment of your imagination. <laughs> and then it's like, you're fired. No, I have kids. <laughs> um, Bubble Buddy. I love that episode. Yep. Uh, rip pants just because the song is so great. Because the fool who went and ripped his pants. Winding up with no one is a lot less fun than a burn from the sun. So I said in your pants. Uh, Alright. This is actually one of my all time favorites. It's the one where Mr. Krabs loses his first dollar and oh, got yeah. eaten by a giant uh, clam. And it's a Moby Dick thing where they yep. go and yeah. try to catch the whale. It's his millionth dollar. Oh, his millionth dollar. That, that one's great. Um, let's see. Uh, you talked about that one. Idiot box. 
Uh, oh, this is just one of my favorite images of all time. The one where Squidward um, has never tried a Krabby Patty. It's called One yeah. Bite. I almost put it on. It's like just one bite. I almost put it Squidward, on Squidward, you can't eat that many Krabby Patties. Why? Am I going to blow up? No, it'll all go to your thighs. And then it'll <laughs> blow up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is my favorite uh, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy one where they have to rehabilitate Man Ray. Oh, my God. And... Uh, with the, 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 the tickle belt? Yeah. Anytime I drop any heavy box or anything heavy, I'm like, what was in there? My wallets. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. I noticed you were carry- struggling with that heavy package. Uh, and then... The whole bit with the wallet. SpongeBob, you've rehabilitated me. I have lost the urge to do evil. And I opened a checking account. <laughs> Look, my checks have little poodles on them. Sir, is this your wallet? Uh, doesn't look familiar. But this is you, right? Yep. I found this ID in this wallet, which means this should be your wallet. Makes sense to me. Then take it. But it's not my wallet. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> I love it. Uh, indoors, the episode where SpongeBob oh. breaks his butt and then has <laughs> to stay inside from there on oh after. <laughs> I know a place where you never get hard. A magical place with magical charm. That penny has the most beautiful singing voice. <laughs> I like. I mostly like that episode Chip because it that. ends with the, the gorilla. gorilla and the zebra, and then it cuts to an actual family watching it on TV, and they just shake their heads and turn it off. Yep. <laughs> Um, the one where Spongebob procrastinates while writing his essay about what not to do at a stoplight. Don't you have a paper to write? How do you know I have a paper to write? <laughs> I say this to Tally all the time because my sister Tally is studying for the CPA. So when she comes out, because she gets distracted on home, she'll, don't you have a paper to write? <laughs> um, Squidsville, the one where he moves yep. to Tentacle Acres. Yep, that was great. Uh, this is actually one of my all-time favorites, Reef Blower. It's entirely silent. It's just when uh, SpongeBob is playing with the Reef Blower and it's a shell. Like he's trying to get rid of the shell in his yard. Yeah, just keeps going. It's that one is really it's just like a piece of art. It's a solid <laughs> episode. Um, the Fry Cook Games. Okay, so let's talk Fry Cook Games. So I just pulled up. I was looking at the episodes to try to see ones that are surprisingly good combos. That one's an incredible combo because it's um. Jellyfish Hunter and the Fry Cook Games are one episode. So when Je- that's when Mr. Krabs is trying to like get the jellyfish, right? Yes, and, and, and that's domesticate when... them for jelly for his burger. Yes. Mm. So that's one episode. That's an incredible episode. That's with Old Buzzy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, all yeah. you people! Hey, hey all you people! Won't you listen, listen to me? <laughs> so I'll, I'll continue yours, but that's one to think about because that's an incredible combo. Last one I had was the snowball fight where Squidward ends up taking it way too far, but that's yeah. and he, I love that he one. builds a fortress just um and then <laughs> yeah so I guess the ones that were serious are okay Mike so then you go through any that you saw yeah I've got a couple I'm j- I'll just give ones that had crazy combos that were better than you remember one is Sailor Mouth and Artist Unknown so Sailor Mouth is yeah. the one when SpongeBob and Patrick start swearing yeah they start they replace the dolphin noises yes (laughs) um and then artist unknown is the one where squidward is going to become an art teacher but spongebob is his only student you gotta date the marble yeah you gotta be the marble (laughs) i mean that's a pretty shockingly incredible combo yep um and then 
so this one, the idiot box episode, we forgot its other episode. It's What's nasty patty. Ooh, is that when he kills the? Yes, the health inspector? that's when they kill the health inspector. Oh, I think that's got to make the list. Then that's got to make the list and make it high. That's an yeah. incredible combo. That's a and top the, four, I think. I think so too. And then the other one, which I love, is um, the Great Snail Race and Midlife Crustacean. So this is the one. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes, this is when Gary is going to become a racer, and it's the one where they. Can you feel it, Mr. Krabs? This is the one where. Can you feel go, it, Mr. Krabs? This is the one where they're gonna go on a panty raid. Guess you'll Patrick, miss the, that's not a ride. <laughs> guess you'll miss the panty raid. What did you say? <laughs> the panty raid. What are you doing in my knickers drawer? <laughs> so good. Um, so I think that the nasty patty idiot box has to be on the list and high. Yep. Okay. Oh, also, wait, one last one. I've, well, two things. Uh, one, the hooks one. What ha- the what's it goes on? Remember they ride the hooks? Playing hooky? Yeah. It's, yeah. Does this look dangerous to you? <laughs> I love that one. The other question I have is, what's the one where uh, SpongeBob ends up in the cave with all of the sardines? Ends up there's the one where he goes into the wild and lives like a jellyfish. Yeah, and there's yeah, that one. Is that one. Is that that one? Oh, is it the cave with all the... Uh, it's not the sardines. It's the... Um, the urchins, the sea urchins. Oh yeah, that's the one. Itchy, itchy. Why am I so itchy? That, that yeah. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah, yeah. honorable mention is the very first episode where um, SpongeBob applies for the job and Crab sends him on a wild goose chase for yeah. a fancy for uh, a uh, 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 a hydrodynamics bachelor with port and starboard attachments. Um, wow. And there's one other thing, but it, that, my favorite part of that about that episode is that it features the Tiny Tim song. Yeah. It's like. Living in the sunlight, living in the moonlight, I wonder why. Like, yeah, because he's doing the, uh... And he's feeding all the anchovies. Yep. Anchovies! A smelly smell that smells smelly. <laughs> yeah. Um. Alright, so I think Nasty Patty Idiot Box yep. needs to be on there. What else? I don't know. I, 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 I think you did an amazing job. Like, I think that... Sailor Mouth, Artist Unknown, and Great Snail Race, Midlife Crustacean are like... They're like... I think 11, 12. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. um, 11, 12 on the list. I think... I don't... If I had to choose one to come off, I, I'm having a hard time. Like, I really don't want to get rid of pizza delivery. But Home, home Sweet Pineapple isn't as good. So I could I could see that one coming off, just because pizza delivery is an honorable mention. Instead. Home Sweet Pineapple is better than I think we're remembering. It's good. It's I, I just think, like, of the two pairings, I think that one might be one of the weakest ones. But, like, Something Smells, like, that one could maybe come off. I just like the Bossy Boots episode so much because it's so clever. Yeah. And the first one I think that I would be comfortable taking off is actually the Strangler and Pranks uh, That was what I was going to say. I think that's the move. Sure. Are you cool with that, Ian? Yeah. Yeah, no, I understand that. All right. Then let's just talk about where we want to put Idiot Box and Nasty Patty and then bump down everything else. I think that's yeah. kind of the play. I think that's the move. I think that Idiot Box and, uh, or, or Idiot Box, what's the other one? Nasty Patty? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that one could be right in front of probably Wet Painters. Yeah, I was going to say put yeah, it right it, behind it, Wet Painters, but I'm fine with that. Because at, at number th- then I, it could go Wet Painters before, Culture be 5 Chocolate yeah. 6 I think that's exactly the right spot. Well, people, I think it feels, I don't know if you agree, but it feels like we have a list. It seems like what we've just done is definitively ranked the top 10 
SpongeBob episodes. I think he might be right. And as soon as I figure out the stupid spreadsheet, Ian can recount them for us and we'll get on out of here. Ian, could you please read that list for us from 10 to 1? Number 10, pizza delivery, home sweet pineapple. Number 9, something smells, bossy boots. Number 8, chaperone, an employee of the month. Number 7, club spongebob, my pretty seahorse. Number 6, please knock. Welcome to the chum bucket, frankendoodle. Number 5, culture shock and fun. Number 4, wet painters in the Krusty Krab training video. Number 3, Idiot Box and Nasty Patty. Number two, Shanghai, Gary Takes a Bath, and your best Spongebob episode on the SpongePod Squarecast <laughs> is Secret Box and Band Geeks. Amazing. Incredible. And you have unsurprisingly just blown us out of the water and done an incredible job. Incredible. Incredible second appearance from Incredible Boy. That's we will be referring to you as Incredible Boy from now on. <laughs> you're our you're our ward. We are affiliated with you. Yes. <laughs> Does this mean I get to come back? <laughs> as often you as you keep producing like. material like this, you're welcome anytime. Oh boy. All right. Well, a big thank you to Ian and a big thank you to Kevin McLeod for putting yep. together our Muzaks. Also, a big thank you to Aaron for putting together our artwork. Fantastic. Anything else, Michael? Well, you can check her stuff out at Sant Design on That's Instagram. Right. I heard. Jesus. Uh, that's a big thing I've heard. And if you yeah. want to check anything else on the social medias, you can check out the fine work of Caroline Labranti on our Instagram at top10km, our poopy Twitter, top10km, or you can shoot us an email on Gmail, top10km at gmail.com. In all of those cases, the 10 is spelled out T-E-N. Shoot us some thoughts, give us some feedback, propose an episode. We'd love to have you. I'm sure you're listening to this on some sort of app, but if you want a different one, check us out on the Apple Podcast app, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, pretty much wherever podcasts can be found. That's what I would say. I think that's what there is to say. You have been listening to the SpongeBob Squarecast. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Thanks, boys. Adios.